Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Well, the Pittsburgh Penguins, who didn't manage a lot of shots on goal against the Oilers over the final 40 minutes, so far in Calgary tonight, are being outshot 15-1 with 5.39 left in the first period. Kadri has the goal, his third of the season. one nothing Flames over the Penguins. Again, the shots are 15-1 in favor of Calgary. Early second period, Chicago leading the Panthers 2-0. Late second period, Avalanche up one zip on the Rangers. Dying seconds of the game in Detroit. Devils all over the wings tonight. It is 6-2. Minnesota wins 3-1 in Montreal. Two and a half minutes left in Boston. Bruins trying to hang on. They're leading the Stars 2-1. Taylor Hall has scored again his fourth of the season. And the uh, Arizona Coyotes looking good tonight. 5-1 lead on the Blue Jackets with four minutes to go. Dylan Gunther, the former Oil King, gets his second of the season. Gostas Bear has scored twice. Zach Cassian, the former Oiler, gets his first as a member of the Coyotes. Coming up later, Lightning at Kings. Sabres at Seattle. Buffalo having a great trip out west. They won here. They won in Calgary. They won in Vancouver. They're 4-1 on the season, so they're in Seattle. And the 5-2 and two Golden Knights, who are uh, looking to bounce back after last season. So far, so good. They visit the 2-6 and six Sharks. Oilers at Blues tomorrow. It's on 6.30, Chad. 4.30 for the face-off show. And the game will start at 6. Okay, he is uh, a new addition to our lineup here on Inside Sports. He joins us every second week, courtesy Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. Former Edmonton Oiler, he's now gone into broadcasting as and other adventures. It is Luke Gazdick. Luke, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Good, Reed. Great to be back. Good to have you on the show again. A lot to dive into. How was your day today? You do anything interesting? It was good. I had my first rehearsal uh, as an actor. I'm uh, playing playing a part in a hockey movie, a biopic, uh, kind of a mini-series on Borier Salming, filmed here in Toronto and in Kitchener, just outside Toronto. Uh, and I'm playing, I'm doing my best part to play uh, Dave the Hammer Schultz uh, of the Philadelphia Flyers. So I had a bit of, I have a bit of a skirmish with Borier in the movie and I got to uh, practice my my film fighting today. So it was an interesting morning. I hadn't, I haven't had to ice hockey fight in, in a couple of years. So it brought back some memories. Well, that, that's, that's awesome. What'd you, what'd you do today, Luke? Oh, nothing. Just working on a movie. Yeah. Just, just regular <laughs> everyday stuff. Yeah. You like it so far? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's cool, like, seeing inside the acting world and how production works and even the stuff like the fake fighting. Like, I had to work with a special stunt coordinator to to see, you know, the angles on camera. And um, I don't know, it's just cool being around a film set. So I'm excited to actually go live. And it's up in Kitchener at The Odd, where the OHL Rangers play. So excited to do that. Is this your first foray into acting? I mean, even when you were a kid, did you do drama or plays or anything like that? Oh, I mean, I did the regular stuff in elementary school i was the scarecrow in the wizard of oz and and all that stuff you know, in your younger grades um but uh, on the big screen no not really i was in a 2014 documentary by an edmonton producer named adam scorgey called ice guardians yep. but that was more of a documentary so this is my first real foray into uh into uh acting so we'll see how it goes okay well you'll have to keep us posted that's uh that's exciting good for you that's going to be a fun opportunity luke gazdick joining us at inside sports so the oilers wrapped up the homestand today uh, uh the ice was available not everybody skated and they they head off to st louis so it was the good old practice and fly day uh what are those days like for a player like is there a lot to 
organized in, in the morning? Do you try to stop at home quickly after practice before you go to the airport? What was your routine? No, I, I, once I leave that house, I'm gone. And, and from what I, I know now they're at the community rink, right? Like they, they just practice there at their, yeah, well, they, they practice right at Rogers place today. Yeah. We used to drive up to Leduc, buddy. So we'd, we'd make this, this trek all the way up to Leduc. And that was the only thing that sucked is because I mean, the airport's up there anyway, but I, so that's why we did it. But man, those were some early mornings sometimes when you're waking up driving 45 minutes out to, uh, to Leduc in the cold. And uh, we always generally had really hard skates because we, we had a couple hours on the plane after. And so I always remember those skates on Leduc would be generally just a, just a tad harder, get the legs going. And then I, I love them though. You know, you sit around for a bit then you jump on the plane and you can play some cards with the guys and have some lunch and listen to music and all that, man. Those are my, those are some of my favorite days, to be honest. No, yeah. no, pressure, no stress. Right. Well, that's, that, that's good. Yeah. Just, just, just practicing some hockey and getting on an airplane with your buddies. I guess that, that's, that's, would you ever sleep on the plane? Can you sleep oh, on an airplane? Oh no, 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 I was, I'm even in real life. I'm not, uh, oh my god like real life i like when i'm not when i wasn't on a hockey team sorry <laughs> right. i'm considering hockey was fantasy life um <laughs> i uh I, I don't sleep on planes i'm too big too tall even with those big seats on the uh on the on the planes that that we would fly charter where i wouldn't i wasn't allowed to sleep even for my first year the guys wanted to play cards and stuff i'd be sitting there like, pelting a pop little piece of popcorn at my head telling me to wake up so wake up come back play cards so i never uh i never got to sleep but i liked staying up anyway i was i was pretty social guys usually up by that and like i said we were always you know playing cards or talking hockey or doing whatever so it was those were really fun for me that's some of the stuff i miss most yeah well i'm glad they didn't throw anything more solid than popcorn at you like no. nib, nibs or something like that well it'd be the last time they would i'll tell you that <laughs> there you go you gotta set the tone even on the airplane i've i've often wondered i mean you, you guys travel a lot um and sometimes i mean sometimes you might go for you know three days or whatever or you go play a couple games and you're back some, some of the road trips can go you know 10 11 12 days this this one is not too bad i mean they they, they go three games but did you have to learn how to pack for a road trip? Do you like, could you, is it possible to pack? Yeah. Cause you're expected to wear, you know, suits and stuff, and then you still need your uh, bumming around clothes. So how, how do you pack for a road trip? So you're not lugging all these suitcases and stuff. It seems like such an easy thought, but it really took me so long to figure out like the perfect recipe of a bag. And in hindsight, when I started my first year pro, you should just make a freaking list and write it on the wall. Just say you need, you know, two of this, you need toiletry, you need cell phone charger. And so every time you leave, you should check them off. But, uh, you know, inevitably I'd forget something every time, uh, something little, but it was pretty standard. And in, in the NHL, it was fairly easy to be honest, because some road trips, um, we had to wear our suit, no, so no suit and tie, but you had to wear your suit and dress pants and jacket to dinner when you're on the road. Uh, I since don't know if that rule has been changed. Every team is different. Um, so you don't really have to think about what you wear. And even if you do, I, I'm not a, I wasn't a very snazzy guy. I mean, I throw jeans and a t-shirt in there with a pair of casual shoes. If we, if, you know, if we want to go cruising around the city we're in, we have a day off with, you know, which was always nice if you're off in Chicago or, or wherever it is. Um, but I, I tried to keep it as light as possible, you know, just the essentials for me, Reed. So you would you just take one suit then and a couple of dress shirts or enough dress shirts for every game day? Like how, how would yeah. you do that? 
Yeah, so let's say it was usually a suit per every two games. If okay. we were on a road trip for three or four games, there'd be a possibility that I'd bring another suit. You never know, just in case something happens. And uh, I definitely brought a couple shirts, a couple ties, but I never changed my shirt and tie for one, which was always a very... And not a lot of guys would pick up on it because I would always think guys would be like, didn't you wear that yesterday or didn't you wear that last game? But not a lot of guys picked up on it. But let's say I wore a nice you know, white shirt and blue tie. Um, I could wear a different suit, but it was always the same shirt tie for a winning, after a winning game. So that wasn't, that, that wasn't too hard of a part. Oh, a little bit superstitious, eh? Yeah, I, I had my little, my little gimmicks. Like some guys are crazy. I didn't have anything, but there were just a couple little things on game days that I, that I always, you know, followed through with. Yeah, okay. You didn't like eat the same thing? every day if, if you won no i started i did that when i was young and then i just ate what what i felt like eating i would walk up to the buffet and if anyone's ever seen a national hockey league buff team buffet it's more food than you could ever imagine uh and there's one of every single protein and carb you've, you you could ever think of so whatever i felt like eating that day whether it was you know pasta or if i wanted to you know have some fish or whatever and some rice i just ate that i tried to uh, i tried to mix it up so i didn't get in too much of a routine you know well nhl never hungry league right that's, that's what they call what it, it. in the ahl it's the always hungry league <laughs> it's totally opposite yeah. You, were you on the team? Well, I know they, they probably still do this. Most teams probably do something like this. But I remember when I used to go in the dressing room after games, there there was one season where this seemed a little more prominent. So maybe the players were made sure that they had these things quicker than with other coaches. But those, like they looked like smoothies, but they were like a really weird color, like purple or gray or something like that. This Wait, kind like of... Is this after the games? Right after games, yes. Guys would all have like these little yeah, the little shakes, yeah, the little Chad, shakes, yes. Usually, Chad Drummond's our strength and well, my old strength and conditioning coach. He's uh, he is the man there now. Just whips up. I don't know what's in him. People don't ask. I just I get handed a Gatorade cup with some smoothie in it. It's all good stuff. It's bananas and you know, protein, clean protein powder and all that. So. We get the, it, it. It was the best of the best. You 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 either have something in your hand or you're getting offered food in front of you always, all the time, especially on game days. <laughs> Most people would gain thirty pounds weighing in the playing in the National Hockey League. <laughs> no, actually, it was it was tough for you for me because I like, you know, even my second year I get scratched a lot, right? And you can't eat like you do. <laughs> if you're not playing that night, you can't be eating two full plates of pasta with Parmesan cheese and ice cream for dessert with it, right? So I'd have to watch myself a lot. Uh, well, I, I we're uh, we're lucky we get a little bit of food up top in the in the press box. They usually put out some candy and chips, so I gotta because I love potato chips. Like I could, I, I don't keep potato chips in my house because I would just I'd go, oh, I'll just I'll just have a few. And ten minutes later, oh, you know what? I only had a few. I could just have a few more. Yeah, then the bag's gone. Huh? Then, the, then the bag's gone, and you're like, why don't my clothes fit? Uh, yeah. Luke Gastic joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Okay, love the stories from the from the road and from the buffet. The Oilers uh, scratched out a 3-3 three and three homestand. Obviously, they wanted to do a little bit better, but they, they got a big win last night over the Penguins. I want to ask you about one particular player that we've been focusing on a little bit tonight, and that is Ryan McLeod. He has three goals in six games. Uh, and to me, I, I, I feel like I'm sort of seeing him mature before my eyes here and grow a little bit more confident. Uh, what are you seeing from McLeod? 
Yeah, when I made, you know, a couple observations and notes watching preseason and I was kind of getting myself geared and jacked up for the season, I knew I would be doing some work, you know, off the ice looking at this team and his kids, my, he was my X factor. Like he's the guy that can really change, you know, the dynamic of a game. If, if your top guys aren't going, you can always, you know, have somebody to fall back on and, you know, I saw a great nickname for him. Someone called him McDavid Light on the uh, on Twitter today. I was laughing, but he does remind me because he looks like Connor skating. He's just not as explosive, and he's got the he's got the poise and presence like Nuge. He he he's kind of a combination of the two for me. But tall, he's always upright. He's always got his eyes up. If you watch him, even when he's sticking the puck, I love him. He's always aware of what's going on around him. And he's finishing right now too, which is huge. Second, I would call him secondary scoring, which it is. Anything that's not 97 and 29 is secondary scoring pretty much on the Oilers. So I, I mean, it's great for the team. And I just hope he, he can continue this because what, you know, well, you know, what a bonus for the Oilers for this down down the road here if, if uh, he can keep playing the way he is. Yeah. Uh, what would you think when McDavid got taken into the net? Oh, man, my heart stopped. <laughs> uh, you know, it happened so fast, and it's Petey back there, right? You know, Petey, Petey plays hard, but, you know, he's not, you know, he, he's not trying to throw him in there. So I, I knew nothing, you know, nothing was, uh, was deliberate. And then... I kind of just watched him get up, but then you see him go back with TD to the dressing room and you never know, but hopefully he's feeling okay. And he's just got some bumps. I'm sure he was a little sore. He's got the ice packs on it all night or whatever they're using now. I don't know what they use to, they probably don't even use ice anymore. They probably got some weird contraption that <laughs> keeps the, keeps the skin and, and the muscles cold for the entire time. You don't even have to touch it or something. So they, they always got some new contraptions in there, but hopefully he got some recovery tonight or last night and is feeling better today. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like he's going to be able to play tomorrow, but I, I think uh, there was certainly a bit of a hush in the building when he was down uh, oh, yeah. last night before he went off to the dressing room and obviously only missed about uh, three and a half minutes of game time. Okay. Luke, well, uh, always a pleasure. Uh, love your stories, love your perspective. And uh, I'll, I'll work on beefing up the inside sports buffet for the next time you're in Edmonton. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, buddy. There we go. Luke Gazdick, formerly of the Never Hungry League, the National Hockey League. How about that? He's in a mini series about Boreas Salming playing Dave the Hammer Schultz, and he was rehearsing a fight scene earlier today. That's cool. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. That is Luke Gazdick. Every second week, he'll join us here on Inside Sports. He is presented by Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. Okay, it is 749. Final look at the scoreboard. Some final thoughts when we get back to Inside Sports. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chan Inside Sports. All right. Thanks for playing this track, Kellen. I love that intro. My goodness. I love the chorus here. That is classic. Turn it up. Awesome. Uh, something else that's awesome. Our loyal to the oil contest. 630 Chad, looking for some of the biggest Oilers fans out there. You can nominate someone for the loyal to the oil contest on 630 Chad.com. Go to the contest page. 
Uh, don't wait if you've been waiting because the deadline is uh, October 27th, also known as Thursday. So five people are going to get a pair of tickets to a sweet night on November 28th as the Oilers take on the Panthers. You will get a pregame behind-the-scenes tour of Rogers Place and a post-game skate. So you get to go out onto the ice after the game is over. So that's pretty cool. This is on the contest page on 630Ched.com. It is the Loyal to the Oil contest. So there you have it. That's uh, awesome stuff. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Kellen Kennedy agreeing with me for once, Kellen. So I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do a quick deep dive here, Reed. You what? You honestly think that the the guitar riff for Up Around the Bend is the top guitar riff of all time? Uh, for a song intro, I yes. don't know if it's the top. I'd put it in the top, my personal top ten. Okay. Yeah, I mean, now now I'd have to get thinking about great guitar intro. I mean, you shook me all night long. Summer 69, those are great intros. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I guess Summer 69 is vocals as much as guitar. And, and then but, whatever you like from Leopard as well, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, Leopard has a lot of iconic intros. I think Photograph would be uh, an iconic intro for sure. So, yeah, I mean, I, it, but it, it's a personal list. All mine are going to be rock songs. Yes. Um, well, I suppose, I suppose we're talking about guitar centric intros but I, i'd have to i mean i'd have to go through all the cassettes that i own to come up with the complete <laughs> list the comprehensive list just cassettes Why, no sounded, tracks or reader uh, no it's all cassette you all sounded cassette. Some, were you are, are you offended that i i like no, that intro you i just like want to challenging de- me a little bit I, no 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 i want to uh <laughs> dive deeper or, or deep dive into it that's okay all. well i'll probably think about it for about two minutes after the show and then not anymore to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like that guitar. We could have done this as an off-topic topic if we got to it earlier, but we'll save it for some other night, uh, and then we could play a lot of those songs. Well, sometimes we get people to text in songs they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yes, I think Up Around the Bend yes. by CCR, the guitar intro is absolutely classic. Yes. Oh, that, so, that's so for you, sure. So you agree with that? You I agree with that, yes. It's actually my favorite. Okay. Now, I, would it be in my top 10? I'd have to draw up my top 10 and see exactly, but I, it would be an under consideration, absolutely. Well, that's the thing. We, we make lists like this, and then later you realize, oh, wait, I should have put that on. Oh, wait, I should have put that on. So I don't know. Yeah. It's up there, and I'm glad to have it as a small part of the program. Is that fair? Oh, it's a great part of the program, yes. All right, here's what's going on. The Coyotes do indeed win 6-3 over the Blue Jackets. Dylan Gunther scored in that game. The Wild beat the Canadians 3-1. Boston does beat the Stars 3-1. Devils hammer the Red Wings tonight 6-2. After the second period, Colorado and the Rangers 1-1. Now 2-0 for Calgary over the Penguins. Kadri has both goals up to four on the season. The shots in the first period, Calgary 20, Pittsburgh 6 and five minutes left in the second. Blackhawks lead the Panthers 2-0. Three games still to come tonight. Tomorrow, Oilers now from noon to 2. And I will join you at 4.30 for the face-off show. Game at 6. Oilers at Blues for the second time in the last few days. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. He's off this week and joins some downtime after a hectic elk season. And as you just heard, Kellen Kennedy is your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.